everybody, to this week's uh, edition of the Mastermind Meeting. We're actually filming this on July 17th of 2020, in the middle of that pandemic. Uh, the, uh, and so let me start with a word from our sponsor. And today, what we're going to be promoting, uh, and you'll see kind of why, is essential keys to internal power and um, also the uh, um, the uh, no, um, the roadmap. Um, the tai Chi, the roadmap to Tai Chi mastery. The, the roadmap to Tai Chi mastery, and the essential keys to internal power is at internalpowerkeys.com, and the uh, roadmap to Tai Chi mastery is tai chi roadmap.com. Tai Chi roadmap.com, and you'll see why I'm promoting those two things here shortly. All right, and so. Um, Today on the call, we've got uh, myself, Richard Clear, here in Maryville, Tennessee, and the resident slave and, and leader of our, of our crew. <laughs> and I'm going to go through the list of folks here. And Art Don up in the Washington, D.C. area in Maryland. Hi, everyone. Yes, Maryland, just uh, a little northwest of Washington, D.C. in the suburbs. Chris Walsh in, um, in Maine up in... Up in Hollowell, uh, right next to Augusta. Philip Chan, and I want to introduce Philip Chan. He's a new regional organizer joining us uh, starting today. And the, uh, he's in Columbus, Georgia. And after every, we've introduced everybody, I'm going to give him a minute to talk. So we'll come back to you on that, Phil. Welcome. Welcome, Phil. Thanks. Uh, Harry Legg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Hello, hello. All right. Ty uh, Talbert in, I know the oh, name, you're on mute, you're on mute, you're on mute, Ty. I'm in Colton, California, right outside of Los Angeles. And Sheila Bell in Costa Rica, and she can tell you what part. Hi, everyone. Um, it's the North Pacific region, known as Guanacaste. It's very close to Nicaragua. And Jim Kelly in Boca Raton, Glad to be here. <laughs> and I saw Daniel there a little bit ago, but I don't see him now. So he may have been kicked off, and I'm guessing he'll join us back here soon. Okay, um, Phil, go, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, I've been doing Tai Chi for a long time, and uh, actually I started with Cheng Man Ching in 1964. Okay, but I, when I was born. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't train consistently, and I, I learned a little bit from William C.C. C. Chen. I learned part of the 37 form set, and then I went away to school, and uh, then I did a little bit with Robert Smith in uh, Bethesda, Maryland. Um, and I actually, I don't know if you know about Don Drager, but I actually met Don Drager in Hawaii. Um, so did you do Tai Chi with Don Drager or other arts? No, it was a j Jodo. Judo, okay. The yeah. uh, four foot stick. Yeah. And, so, okay. uh, and that was a, a totally, that was so totally frustrating because uh, he, he was only there for a couple of weeks. He was very ill and uh, Chamberlain, I forgot his first name, uh, but Chamberlain was one of his students. So he was teaching Jodo 
And uh, I just got totally frustrated because it was very, what do we want? It was very, it was very dough oriented. It wasn't very practical. Yeah. And the only target he had was the third eye. So, so the only, you were defending yourself against the sword. You had the Joe and your only target as a defender was the third eye. And, uh, and Chamberlain mentioned a couple of times that he, uh, a couple of times that, yeah, he was familiar with the short stick, uh, the three inch stick. And actually he had co-authored a major book using the short stick. And he was perfectly capable of really teaching a whole range of techniques with the short stick, but he chose just the cheats of Joe. So that was absolutely frustrating. Anyway. <laughs> you're, you're also an acupuncturist, is that right? No, I, I'm a dermatologist. Dermatologist, okay. Yeah. So, and, and I, I, I teach Reiki. And, um, and then uh, after I retired, I started doing Tai Chi, which was really Tai Chi for health. So, so when I saw the, uh, when I saw the roadmap, I said, oh, that's where I fit in. <laughs> so, so anyway, I, I, I see where the Tai Chi for health fits into any, where it fits into everything. And it's sort of the early part of, of Lee. Um, but anyway, so I've been, I've been training as a distance student with uh, Sifu and I've been really pleased and, uh, I was blown away by the roadmap. It was all such great information that gave me a sense of the big picture, which I didn't have. And then I did the, um, the fighting, uh, fighting method seminar, which I've really enjoyed. So my claim to fame is I've actually watched that whole 383 DVD set. Well, it's not, it's not 383 DVDs. It's, it's 383 videos, which are, which small, are shorter. Small, yeah. shorter, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still a bit. That, yeah. But that is impressive that you've been through the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, you went to the workshop, went through all of that, and <laughs> and gone through the video program now. Too. So I'm not saying I, I I have the skill. I'm just saying I've watched it and studied it as closely as I can. The jings uh, and for the roadmap, the jing um, actually most of those, the vast majority of them, have also have health applications. And then when you get into um, Shen, that has some very specific health applications. And then um, the high-level Wuji uh, also has health applications. And so it really still does both the martial and the health all the way up through the high levels of the system. Cool. I, I didn't explain that in there very well. We're working on a book from that. And then the book, we'll, we'll talk, try to talk and make sure that we've got good balance going in there for helping the understanding. So, cool. Okay, uh, today what we've got is why do you, we, study for the highest levels of the art? Why continue studying? At some point, most people hit kind of a point in their study or the plateau at different levels. And one of the things that happens is that you get where you've got some, your form and you've got some Qigong and you're getting some health benefits and you're starting to get with your form certain kinds of usage. Most of this is happening at the Lee level towards the beginning of, of what really is there to be had in Tai Chi. And people get kind of satisfied with that. And even when they know there's more, there's a tendency to stop. Um, and if they do study more, then they'll go on and do some things that are uh, e-skills, mind skills. Uh, for some people, they find that to be a little bit much and it depends on how they got into it, what the, 
method all teaching method is and that kind of thing and also what they're doing with it and how how they're learning to apply it and most of the schools in the in the united states and in the world actually at this point they're either not teaching a lot of that or they're not teaching very much of that um or they're not teaching it at all or their method for teaching it is they they kind of have you off doing things that most people go i don't really get how that relates to the rest of what i've done anyways for various reasons they quit if they get some gene training uh, whether that be like rooting or GNC gene, the, the silk reeling um, or spiraling and other things, um, unless that's really been put across in certain kinds of ways to emphasize some of its importance, same thing, people do a little bit and then they go, okay, you know, I'm, I'm good. Anyways, they stop. And what I found is that if people really get some understanding of, the, of how to apply it, both for the health side and for the Marshall side, and it's presented for what this, these things really are and what they really do, and in a step-by-step -step so that you can grow into it decently. Um, for me, the question is, isn't why would you study for the highest level of the artists? Why would you ever stop? Um, you know, when you're doing this properly through the levels, you're getting physical health and long life, both for yourself in your own training and for others, um, you're getting um, human potential exploration. You're actually studying about human potential and how to really use that and, and use it to help your life and help the lives of others. You're getting a deeper understanding of life. There is a philosophical component. You're getting a better ability to help more people. That, you know, if you, at some point, you know, you study this, you become a teacher. Everybody that's on this call with us are teachers. And you get better and better at helping people at deeper and deeper levels more and more. And there's a, a real satisfaction to that, at least personally, and I know for most of you here. The, uh, and you get better healing abilities and a better ability to fend off violence prior to it happening. You know, ideally you see it way before it can happen and you change course or, or do little or do things so that that violence never actually materializes. You're able to, you're able to, counteract it because you're catching it so early in its development that, you know, a lot of times if you catch it early enough, little things will make a big difference in terms of what happens from there. And Tai Chi is going to specialize in those kinds of subtleties by attitude, by presentation of how you are, and then physically if it comes to that. The, uh, the other reason to continue to study the highest levels once you really get into it and you're doing like the folks here and like a number of you who are listening to this is you become a standard bearer for the art a person who really has enough that to where you kind of got some responsibility now to the art form itself and what was given to you what was taught to you um and when i say given people go well wait a minute if i paid for it was it given to me and, I'm, and for unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it for me unfortunately for taiji you can be paying dearly for it and it still is did they teach you the real stuff or did they teach you a bunch of garbage and keep you going at, at beginning levels for a long time? And if they taught you the more advanced stuff, even though you paid for it, that's fair exchange. Um, the, uh, they actually taught you the real stuff. And at some point, you, as you inter interact with other Tai Chi folks that might do in our style for all of you here, you start finding out, wait a minute, there's a lot of people out there that people think it was high level. And they're for lack of a better word, we're talking about a school system version, uh, preschool, kindergarten, grade school, high school, 
college at the bachelor's degree level, college at the master's degree level, college at the PhD level, advanced studies, a lot of people think they're in the college level and they're in grade school and you, or kindergarten even sometimes, a lot of times. And you start figuring that out. And well, our goal is to really affect and help a lot of people. And in order to do that, um, the real art is going to have to be taught and passed on. And in places, it's dying out because of the situation that's been created where they try to keep a lot of, where across the board, a lot of people have been kept very low level um, for what I would call, at least in the modern world, not very good reason. Um, and for my, for my Tai Chi, for clear Tai Chi, your Tai Chi, our Tai Chi is packed in terms of the information and knowledge and ability at the top end of the arts. And it is going to be for anybody who's really teaching the whole thing. And part of the reason that my, um, that our Tai Chi, clear Tai Chi is packed at the top end of the art with information and, and knowledge and that kind of thing is that I have a master level from Tyrone Jackson, who was Dr. Wu's number one disciple and through Dr. Wu. And Tyrone, um, he knew all four long forms of Tai Chi, Chen, Wu, Yang, and the other Wu, uh, and some other ones. He knew how to apply all the moves. He understood the um, energy and the different jings, at least from a very physical sense and a good number of them at an energetic level as well. And then he did other things at E level and at Shen level. Um, I never got into the, uh, the high level Wuji with him. And so I'm not sure that he had that. He may have. I know Dr. Wu did. All right. Um, and so I am a lineage inheritor also from Uncle Bill. And Uncle Bill studied from Dong Huling. And because of the training that he had from a child up, he basically had a lot of the high level stuff in terms of energy, in terms of mind work, in terms of Shin or, or the spirit work and that kind of stuff because of his background and the tribe that he is from, his family and the teachers that he had. And so when he, when he got with the Tai Chi masters, they saw what he had and they just taught him the high level stuff directly already. They skipped the, they skipped the things that they knew he could tell he didn't need, he already had it. Um, my other teachers together add up to as much or more information than I got from Tyrone. I was with Tyrone for, for basically 12 years. Um, and then with that system for a couple more years than that. Uh, I started in 1979 and Tyrone um, had his health issues and, and passed on really in 1994. So 15 years. Uh, anyways, the, uh, so on the other teachers, this includes, I studied from two of China's living leisure, uh, living treasures, including Master Ma Yu Liang, who was the head for Wu Style, who was the senior most living Tai Chi guy in the world at the point where I studied from him. He was 95. He'd been studying since he was a kid. The, uh, it also includes specialists that I researched before going and studying their specialty with them, that they would specialize in some energy or some particular method or some particular uh, stylistic thing or an internal skill, and they were high level for it, and they were talking about it, either putting out a book or a video or, or uh, being interviewed and talking about it. And I would contact them. I did this a lot in the 19, late 1980s all the way up through, uh, well, kind of still up to today, but... But, uh, but really, I traveled extensively in the 1990s, uh, going to people 
you know, I'd call them, I would talk to them, and if they were really teaching it, I would make the arrangements, fly there, study from them. And I did this again and again and again and again. And I went to China two different times, for three weeks each time. Um, not a sightseeing type trip, but was studying for the time I got up to the time I went to bed. I stopped long enough for meals, otherwise I was in front of the teacher. Um, that kind of thing. And so my teachers also did not reteach me basics um, for the most part. If I got somebody and they were reteaching me basics, they either had to be making some kind of a point or something I didn't know or didn't understand or that they were, for them, was very important and didn't quite have. That happened every once in a while. More often than not, if they taught me basics, I'd be like, okay, you mean this, you know, do the stuff. And then they'd be like, okay, all right. And then they would start teaching me something higher level and then they would start teaching me very quickly, same first day, where I was at. Um, if it, and every once in a while I would run into somebody who would be like, okay, uh, you have to do basics with me for like five years. And I was like, I'm doing what you're asking now. Yeah, but I can't, and I'd be like, okay, I'm out, bye-bye. And I wouldn't study from them. Um, if they, uh, if, and I did have on occasion too, where I had a teacher where I would, where they would get it that I knew the stuff and they would like, oh no, I, I, I know teacher. And I was like, okay, fine, thank you, bye out the door. Um, and so I would find people who would really teach and that, you know, and it would take me from where I was to, to the next level. And again, sometimes it would be a revisit to certain basics, but it's because they had something about the basics, they went, okay, you've got what most people have, but here's what most people don't have and that you're not doing right now. And then I would get something that would be a higher level teaching on the basics. So that's why one of the things that some of you've noticed when you started with our program is a lot of times what we're calling basics, most other people call their advanced stuff. And what we're calling advanced stuff, they either don't have it, or they're very busy hiding what little bit they've got, um, or they don't even think, and, and you run into people sometimes, even when they're a teacher, and they're going, that doesn't exist. And then you do it, and they're like kind of speechless. Sometimes I make a good friend that way. Sometimes I get a student that way. Sometimes I make somebody who really hopes they never lay eyes on me again once to pretend I don't exist and whatever else that way. I can't help that. I'm going to do the art. I'm going to do the art to the highest level I can, and I'm going to keep doing that both as a student first and then as a teacher. And that's what I'm hoping to be able to convey and to, to uh, do well enough that those of you that are interested are excited and interested in that and want to do the same thing. Um, so I'm gonna let you guys talk about that for a minute. And again, a word from our sponsor. Um, the, uh, and so the essential keys to internal power would be helpful for you to know this. And this is really those basics in a higher level kind of way. And that's internalpowerkeys.com. And then the other thing is uh, the practice. No, the roadmap to Tai Chi mastery. And that one is, uh, is free. Uh, there's some exercises that if you want to like see them, there's, you know, there's some kind of nominal fee, but the, but the actual information uh, from the lecture is free and it takes you through the stages of training that Tai Chi, you know, goes through. Um, Claire was talking about you know, uh, kind of what they are and reaching that, that higher level Wuji, um, you know, towards, towards the, uh, the upper end of the training as we know it. Um, and, uh, and so there's good news, bad news about everything that he just said. The good news is that there's tons and tons and tons of super, super duper high level information in his system. Um, and the bad news is that if you thought you had to work hard to get where you are now, 
Um, holy cow, is there like that much more? I think of it as like for math nerds, I think of it as a Fibonacci sequence. Like each stage is the is like the as much work or more as the sum of all of the stages that came before it. And so it just keeps getting more and more and more expansive as you go. Um, and so for me, that's very exciting for certain reasons. It's also a little bit daunting, but, um, but it's pretty cool. But, um, but I know that pretty much everyone on the call feels the same way and for different reasons. And so, um, you know, what do you guys have to say? And now a word from our sponsor. Mind over matter can be a confusing idea for a lot of folks. We just don't see it demonstrated that often. You hear about things like a mother lifting a car to save her baby that's underneath, but how can we reliably tap into that kind of power every time? Not just in extreme and unpredictable cases, but whenever we choose. With the right instruction and a few simple drills, even beginners can get mind over muscle power in almost no time at all. My name is Richard Clear and internal power is what I do. I've been researching and sharing the secrets of effortless internal power for over 40 years. I want to spread those secrets far and wide. So I created a unique online program that gets results fast. The results are so good that I offer a money back guarantee. Find out more about how it works at internalpowerkeys.com. That's internalpowerkeys.com. Thank you. Um, I'll jump in. Um, I'm excited at the fact that the top hand is so incredibly heavy. Holy cow, because it does feel like we've learned a fair amount already, and you mean there's even more. Holy, holy Moses. So um, one of the things that I think is we have no control over our people's ego, and we run, I run into that all the time. One example, um, I joined a Tai Chi group on Reddit. And which I wasn't familiar, somebody showed me and they said, hey, there's a lot of cool posts and comment threads in here and stuff like that. So my contribution was, oh, hey, you guys should check out the roadmap to Tai Chi, which Phil was, you know, uh, raving about. And the majority of people that I've ever come across just do not know that progression of training. They don't even know it exists. So I shared it and guess what they did? They, there were comments that were rude. Who the hell is Richard Clear? And this is promotion, and you're banned from the group. And I'm going, oh, my God. I mean, you know, you, you try to help people, and that's the crap you get. So there comes, uh, you know, I don't know what to say about that, but I run into it all the time. Also, people's base of reference, they don't have it. So it can be really futile to try to explain things in a comment thread or a text if they don't have the experience um, that we are fortunate enough to have. And, and I deal with that all the time as well. And, and I just hope that, you know, eventually more and more people will see the message we're putting across and just at least give it a chance. Uh, when the pandemic's over or whatever, touch hands with one of us. If you can't get a hold of Seafood Clear, nothing's better than that. Um, so anyway, that's just my two cents off the top of my head uh, here. Yeah, so I'll speak to some of that. So please. Couple of things. Um, obviously, when you're hands-on and it's live, and even still very cordial, very friendly, and if somebody's really got the ego where they're the guy, then you really have a hard time conversing with them because obviously they've got the bubble they're working in, and if you pop that bubble, they're going to be a pretty unhappy camper about that. 
And so it has to be done differently than that. And ideally it's, okay, would you like to share some things like that? And they're like, no, or no, 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 no. Oh, okay, have a nice day, bye-bye. Um, uh, and when you're even, and even in the online where it's conversing, you really have to try to meet people where they're at. And so, and, I'm, I, and for me, I try to be careful not to talk down to people in that scenario. It's that I go, what are they talking about? Okay, they're talking about, um, let's just say alignment. Something, you know, something that's a lead level beginning thing or where I go alignment is really part of what they're getting into. They may not even realize that. But if I start talking about alignment, alignment, for example, or softness song, or um, whole body breathing and, and through, uh, but something that's more lower level stuff, but I can start talking in a way where I really get the attention of the people that are there because I'm talking about it in a way that even though they know the thing, they really haven't fully thought it through like that, but because they've been doing it a long time, they're a place to receive that. And then once they're receiving that and they're getting, okay, oh yeah, so when you're doing the alignment like this, or they'll ask questions, or they might even try to start an argument and you're very cordially over the top friendly about that because I'm not there to start an argument. I'm there to discuss and to promote educationally. Um, but, and, and ideally if I had a group that's got some good people in it, even to learn to pick things up just because somebody will say something in a way and maybe they don't even fully know the ramifications of that, but they were learning from a master who had a way of putting things and they say it that way. And I go, that's pretty neat because it, because it is. And I get why they would say that. I hadn't thought about it that way before. And then you're able to get a discussion going. And because of the intelligence of the way that you're putting across something, that's even something that they do know something about, they start to see a respect and a mutual respect and that you know your business, you know, you know the Tai Chi like this. And when you start to get into other topics, a lot of times if you watch a group like that long enough and or you're interacting, eventually they will put up a topic where most of the people there really don't know that topic or they don't know that topic very well. It's, it's more advanced than what, they, than what they know. And even then it can be easy to come in as a senior teacher and start putting stuff where they start going, what? No way, that's not even, you know, and, and that they're having a problem with what you said. And so you still have to kind of go in there, meet them where they're at, and then start just very steadily moving that conversation along. And at some point, you'll get somebody that comes into that thread, they're reading this, and then they'll be like, you know, are you joking right now? And it's like, no, we do this all the time, you know, the, 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 and then you can start to talk about it, but you'll have to even maybe come back a step and start to expand on that a little bit. And now you're, you're trying to meet them where they're at. That does not mean if somebody's a Yahoo that wants to be a butthole that you're not gonna have somebody being negative, but at least at that point you can go, why are you having, why are you, why are you having this problem? What, what is, what's wrong with you, you know, without saying it like that. But, but you know, you can get into, okay, the problem you're having isn't the material, it's something else. What's the problem here? Well, and so I'll just add really quickly, we've talked about this before in other meetings, but you know, it's, it is important for people like us to, to keep in mind that the majority of the Western world was exposed to Tai Chi as it was supposed to be like, you do this magic form and you get healthy. And that's how they were introduced to it. And that's how it really spread. And that's the perception that the majority of the public really has right now when they look at Tai Chi. Well, and that and doesn't mean that they're never gonna get to the higher levels or wouldn't want them. If they're presented in the right way, it's just that right now where they're at is 
like you know, like Steve was saying, you got to meet them where they're at. And right now, where they're at is they think that there's this magic movement stuff that makes you healthy, and they don't quite know how that works. But they think there's got to be some kind of physical trick to it. It's really got to be all that. And there's there's just a lot of in the, in the Western mind. There's a lot of this sort of confusion about that up front because they really do think it's all physical and they were they were kind of sold that and they were sold that it was this really simple easy to learn thing and so then if you come in behind that and say oh no it's so much more than that and there's so much more to study and and the physical level is just the first part a lot of people just don't want to hear that yet and so you got to be a little bit careful about who you really present the roadmap to and how much like Sifu has said you know how much you talk to them about the progression before you really kind of throw them in the deep end because there's just a lot of people who are just not ready to hear that yet. It's too daunting. Um, it, it, it means that they have too much work ahead of them to get what they sort of thought they were going to get from the simple stuff. And, uh, and now they have to make a really hard choice. Um, and you're the one who put that mirror up in front of them and they're not going to like you so much for it. Well, if they've been with a teacher that's been stringing them along, which is very common in Tai Chi for 20 years, and they've never gotten much past the beginning levels of what's really there to be had, and then you're talking about it very openly, very directly, and like, of course, this is the real stuff. They're, part of their ego uh, getting into that picture is that they're being like, man, I've been, at this, I've been working at this hard for 20 years. I don't have anything like what you're talking about. And it's it's very upsetting, and so and so what you've got to do again is get, is meet them where they're at and do it where you're basically teasing that curiosity where they'll, and where you don't ever jump so far out there with it that that you're talking to a, you know somebody that's in grade school and now you're talking PhD stuff they're just not going to do very well with that and they're not going to understand it and they're going to get very angry especially if they think they're in college, and they're really in the first grade. You know, they're, they're really just not going to, it's, it's not going to normally work out well. So I know that puts a burden on the teachers a little bit. Um, and, not and, a little bit. <laughs> well, it's a lot, but. Well, but it is a matter of as a teacher, and since, you know, I know if you're listening to this at home, you might not be a teacher listening to this, um, and watch the roadmap and then talk to our guys. And we'll, we'll meet you where you're at, what you're ready to talk about, what you're ready to get into, what you've studied and all that now. You listen to a bunch of this you might be someone who then goes okay i'm ready for the for the shen level the spirit level and the and the high level stuff and we're going okay except you don't even have any much in the way of lee at the moment and you definitely don't have anything that's the next level after that <laughs> some of that or you're not going to understand you're going to you're going to get it intellectually you're not going to be able to do it and the important part about this is is that it's not just understanding it that is important but not just that it's also the ability then to do it. And we can get you there, and especially if you're willing to do the work. And a lot of, and that works, what works, one of those four letter words <laughs> on top of the other issues. But it's, it's, it's there and the values, the benefits directly, at least in the way that our curriculum is, is set up are pretty quick in terms of being like, okay, that's pretty cool. I, I like what that's doing. I'm really getting some benefit out of that. Uh, that's helping me, you know, like if you listen to last week's podcast, we talked about the different things that you would do if you have got the coronavirus that are helping you right now. And it's a number of things that actually do require some study 
um, I would say it's a good six months worth of study and stuff that's a little bit higher level, not, not must pass beginner, but definitely a little bit higher level than a lot of people have for Tai Chi. And in order to do that and have an effect where the COVID doesn't turn into pneumonia on you, and I'm not saying it would stop everybody from doing that. I'm saying we have three of our guys now who had COVID that use this and, and where it was trying to turn into pneumonia on them and it didn't. And, and I, so we're beginning to get a track record of it does work like we're saying. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, but we have to be careful for law and all that. And I'm not trying to promote some kind of, you know, pseudoscience or something where, you know, where somebody comes back and goes, you can't make those kind of claims. I'm not. So if you get what I'm saying, there. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm not a medical doctor, a Western medical doctor. I'm not giving you Western medical advice either. You get all that. Uh, don't sue me. Okay. <laughs> all right. The, uh, all right. Next, who, wants, who else wants to weigh in on this? Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So um, I would like to echo a lot of what's already been said. And I believe, as far as the original question, why, why would we continue to go to higher and higher levels? Um, my students inspire me to continue. I mean, besides everything else that's already been said and the fact that I personally, like, I need to do my Tai Chi every day. I feel so different now than I did, you know, before. So it's a, a sort of a personal salvation, but what's really um, that feedback that you get from the students, when your students ask questions and you're either able to answer, you say, hey, I'm going to find out, you know, and that, that helps to um, inspire me to continue on to higher levels so that I can help more people in a more profound way. And, um, you know, sometimes I just feel like, well, I really saved myself from a lot of grief or wasted time by, you know, finding Sifu Clear almost, you know, immediately as soon as I started looking, I was introduced to Tai Chi by a very caring person who gave all that he could, you know, he, he shared everything that he had in a very open way, but what he had was nothing compared to what the program is showing me. Um, and he originally had told me, hey, you know everything I know, you should start teaching people. And that's what inspired me to start looking for a little more because I felt like I wanted to be sure that I would be a good teacher. And thank goodness I just uh, fell in with the right group, right? But um, so thank you for sharing. And um, I think that when you come across, like Perry was saying, sometimes you find groups that you know, you're interested in or you wanna see what people are talking about. And that's when you really start to appreciate this group because there is so much sincerity and openness. The authentic way that you share, you know, really corresponds to my interest and the kind of person I would like to be. So I think that um, besides all of the actual information, it's also super important to surround yourself with people that are similar to what you would like to be or, you know, what your values are. And that way, um, you know, you're bound to improve and continue to grow together. So thank you. My goal with it and part of the teaching style is definitely that trying to get you guys as without it being, um, without overtaxing you or, or, or overextending you, but to get you as far along and as high level and as skilled with all of that information as possible and to surround myself with you guys and people like you and that you guys then in your own teaching groups are doing the same thing and promoting and, and really trying to help your people progress like that and, and good people 
Um, and so that we form a, a community of very quality people first, and then the skill and the knowledge and the depth of the knowledge right along with that. Uh, and I think that that then uh, becomes the kind of thing that can change both Tai Chi and have a positive influence and effect in the world because of the of the, that those factors all existing at the same time. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Anybody for stumbling across us, by the way, if you haven't met Sheila yet, she's just a lovely human being. So it's we're the farm that she grows chocolate on. Yeah, like how do you get better than that? It's amazing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, 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 and I, I tend to bring chocolate when we meet, so, yeah. <laughs> Not the only reason that we love Sheila. Not the only reason. But a good reason. <laughs> it goes over well with the children. Yeah, no, and, and I would that's the child you're talking about, right? What's that? The, the internal child that we yeah. all have. In, <laughs> that's the child. But uh, now hopefully uh, we can all be doing Tai Chi at my farm someday in, in Costa Rica and yep. that would just fulfill my dreams. Yeah. Absolutely. So you got a nice, nice setup down there too. I have a little platform. It's not huge, but um, it's extremely pleasant. Cool. Uh, Anybody Art, else? Art, you were about to jump in. Yeah, well, I was gonna say uh, along these lines that did I, like to practice and keep practicing because it, it, one thing is um, one step leads to another, whether it's just learning the choreography of the form and then getting the, the lightness with that and the connection and the alignment. And with that, I get, you know, more connection and more, I feel more power and it, um, develops into working with the chi and and the natural progressions there and I want to you know keep improving myself so I can uh, as has been said uh, work with other people to help them and and also with um, the seafood clear there's just this this great resource of information that is available there and I just feel I would be foolish not to continue to take advantage of that. So while I'm not trying to rush ahead and learn, 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 do, 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 I want to take a, a good progression to improve what I'm doing. That's right. And um, then build, graduate or um, improve to the next step where it, it comes along as part of the natural progression. And, and then I can, um, again, with this increased ability, um, pass it on to other people, whether just teaching them the form and, and the um, other um, abilities with the Tai Chi or use it for, for healing, which, which I've done in some cases. And um, I've just been glad to be able to do so. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, thank you, Art. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Um, Anybody else? Jim looks like he's trying to. So is Chris. Uh oh, Jim, 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 and Chris are both on mute. <laughs> okay, how about that? Okay, I beat Jim. There you go. <laughs> All right, he's got COVID right now. You gotta understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I know I 
I'm not as articulate as everyone else here, and I, I share the same feelings that everyone has expressed. Um, for myself, I know at the core of who I am, I always have this need to grow. I, I need to develop. I, I'm not satisfied with, okay, I got it. It's, it's not enough. And in my previous martial art experience before meeting Master Clear, uh, I reached a, a point in that training where I was no longer learning. It was just the same thing. I had it all that they had that they had to teach me, or or they were keeping secrets and they weren't going to teach me. I don't know what it was, uh, but I reached an endpoint and I, I left that system probably years after I reached the endpoint because I continued hoping that there would be more. Um, but leaving there, it left kind of a hole in my life. You know, there's a gap, and then meeting uh, Master Clear and seeing just the depth and how much there really is to this art. I know that I, I, well, I suspect I may not ever reach the end. <laughs> and, and that is, is very important to me because I, I always want to continue growing. And this is a place where I can, even seeing that the roadmap, there's, there's so much more to it than, than just seeing that roadmap. The roadmap is, is amazing. It, it shows you so much, but there is more inside than, than just a yeah that the roadmap is obviously an extreme overview where it really yeah. doesn't you can't can hardly convey the amount of depth that really is there <laughs> so yeah absolutely the other thing i'll tell you is that my teachers in the 80s and 90s are keep training and you see them doing stuff or touching hands with somebody master ma when he was 95 touching hands with somebody and you can see that he was still working he was still learning he was still training it was still and so what I've got from all the senior masters is there's not an endpoint that, that in terms of human potential and what you can do going through these levels where it really is working through mind levels of skill, spirit levels of skill, which is distinct and different from mind, even though it's something you can perceive and interact with and all of that. And then back to those high level Wuji that there are um, these higher training levels and that there's great depth within them and that it, it really goes to more than just your physical life uh, or just, it's a very much bigger picture thing than that. And so it is, it is what you're saying that, that I, I've not seen or reached anything that I consider to be an endpoint. And from following the direction of my teacher, I, my, my biggest understanding of it is that there isn't one. That it's you know it's like trying to go around the into outer space and going okay at some point I'll reach the edge of space and you don't it just keeps going. And now a word from our sponsor. For those of you who are interested in internal power and want a reliable place to start, and for anyone who wants to experience internal power for themselves, go to internalpowerguide.com. I built a crash course in hands-on internal power. The Practical Guide to Internal Power is a work-at-your-own-pace online program. It is the course I use to get students from 0 to 60 as quickly as possible. And it is totally free. So sign up at internalpowerguide.com now and get started right away. That's internalpowerguide.com. 